What's going on, people? I'm Nathan Caton. Welcome to another episode of That's My Team, the podcast where we talk to football fans and ask them interesting questions. Who do they support? Why do they support them? And if you're a Southampton fan, no, seriously, why <laughs> do you support them? Um, <laughs> or if you're a Chelsea fan, how does it feel to know that, statistically speaking, you are the worst side in West London? <laughs> That's right. It's official. West London is red. Come on, you bees. Oh, Come on, Brentford. You've been waiting oh, so long to say that. <laughs> mate, you know what? You're not, you're not going to just bust things. <laughs> mate, oh, I haven't been this eager to bust out since I lost my vision. <laughs> um. I'm glad you got, you held it in, though, man, because like Nat, when we had Natalie Sawyer on, that she had a quote that was like, uh, <laughs> I don't remember what it feels like to lose, and then I think you lost the next two games. Yeah, so you I didn't know, jinx it. Right. You did well. Yeah, season's done now. It's fine. It's cool. No, no, Mark. Now we're gonna get relegated. This season. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, you were at you were at your you were at your main man for a few games. How do you feel about that? No, no. You know what? I don't want to get deep and controversial, but I do feel like it is slightly hypocritical, given gambling and betting is like plastered all over football. Yeah, right? completely agree. Completely. And agree. he's given an eight-month ban when you got like. Suarez got 10 games for racism back in the day yeah it's, it's like yeah. okay f- fine you, you want to ban him but at the same time you can't don't just ban him he, okay so the diagnosis from the yeah. investigators is that he has a gambling addiction give him help don't just chuck a ban yes. at him help him yeah no? maybe, ch- maybe change a couple of the sponsors yeah <laughs> exactly you know what I mean or maybe like yeah okay maybe say he can't play while he's receiving his, his help or his rehab for it but 8 months yeah. and that's it it's like yeah. Okay, let's I'll yeah. keep it light-hearted, but yeah. <laughs> let's keep, we'll keep it light. It's, you know, FA Cup just happened. That was fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man City bought another trophy with their oil money. Yeah. Um, Fine. Yeah, yeah don't, don't worry about breaking the balls. Who Balls, schmoles. Oh, um, schmoles. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Speaking of which, right, of the, you know, the FA Cup, um, had the yes. conclusion of the Premier League season, uh, I have a... Yes. Well, this episode's uh, trivia question is about this last Premier League season, right? So, the question is, for all you listeners out there, who is the only outfield player to play every single minute of the 2022-23 Premier League season? Okay? I'll say that one more time. Who is the only outfield player to play every single minute of the 22-23 Premier League season? Yeah. Should I give a clue? Because there's, there's, there's a lot of players. Uh, yeah, do give okay, a clue. Here's the clue. Right, the outfield player who played every single minute of this current of this past Premier League season. Um, he's still in the Premier League, but his team were in a sticky situation. Okay, I like that. I like that. That's a good. That's a good, good clue and a fair clue. Yeah. Okay. Listen to the words <laughs> I just said and have a think, and then drop me a line on Twitter at Nathan Caton, Instagram Nathan dot And as always, don't Google it. Just use your brains. Have, don't have a guess. Exactly, man. Jeez. Who, who's on today's show, Nathan? So we've got uh, Tom Deacon, uh, comedian, uh, presenter. And according to uh, his research, the seventh most famous <laughs> Southampton fan, after Rishi Sunak, Craig David, and Lucy Pinder, who took me back to my teenage years. <laughs> <laughs> um, Need. 
Yeah. <laughs> no need to expand yeah. on that at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Southampton fan. Um, he was. He was. I don't know. He was, he was optimistic. Yes. Still. Yeah. Still hurt. I mean, blink, blinkered. <laughs> Some of this. <laughs> but he, I'll allow it. But he, he was. It was a good laugh. Good chat. So yeah. uh, have a listen, guys. See what you think. Enjoy it. Tom Deacon, what's happening, bro? Are you good? I am. Well, all things considering, very well, Nath. Uh, great to have. Great to be on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, you can't really avoid the subject, but uh, Saints fan. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, no, 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 not, not just any Saints fan, as you told us. Uh, one of the most top seven <laughs> most famous Saints fan. Yeah, that's what I tell everybody, regardless of whether we're doing a football chat or not. I just, I, I just seem to be dropping that into conversations a lot, just to make myself feel better. Yeah, no, it, generally my life is very good. I'm very happy. I feel very blessed when it comes to football. I'm carrying this weight of disappointment and sadness, but um, I try not to talk about it. But yeah, massive Saints fan, uh, one of the top seven famous Saints fan, um, and yeah, what a, what a terrible season! So thank you for having me on again. <laughs> well, mate, you don't want to talk about it. You picked the wrong podcast to come on, bro. No, I'm ready. I'm, do you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready to get it off my chest. Okay, are you um, are you optimistic or are you pessimistic? Um, I suppose you have to take on board what's happened and the failings of a football club in a season and then somehow forget all of that and then start a new season hoping that the same problems don't persist. So, I mean, yes, to answer your question, I'm positive. It, it can't, it, you know, the championship's really fun, isn't it? There's more games to watch for your team. It's harder to get out of. Um, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to travelling up and down the country to like places like Blackburn, Rotherham, across to the west coast, you know, the you know south coast of, of like Bristol. I'm looking forward to all these places. Plymouth. I mean, all these exciting grounds to go to. <laughs> do I sound confident there? Do you, do you believe me? <laughs> no, man. I want to give you a hug right now, bro. <laughs> no, but like, no, I am, I am, I'm optimistic that it's going to be better than it was in the Premier League. But, you know, it's so disappointing to be in the championship. But, hey, look, we need to rebuild. And, and I actually, as a football fan, I like going to different grounds I've never been to before. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, we might actually win a couple more games this year. <laughs> do, do you go? <laughs> do you follow the team? Yeah, I do. I do follow the team. I'm, I've, I've been very fortunate enough to to make sort of videos for the Southampton Football Club and mm. and like go on away days to places like Burnley, Turf Moor. So they get promoted, we go down. Uh, not that I'm bothered, uh, but like getting <laughs> to travel and like be part of that number. I, I love it, and it's just been so rubbish watching at St Mary's this year because we have just been pish uh, to use the Scottish uh, expression and, and and I remember a game actually against Brentford I don't know if you've heard of that team um, and <laughs> just hit yeah just hit us on the counter-attack twice and I just knew at that point early in the season you know Brentford won 2-0 and I was just like this is it we're, we're, we're so crap we are not because I, I think Brentford are but just the way that Brentford set up just sat back hit us on the counter and I went, we've got no answer. Just give us the ball and and you don't even need to worry about defending us. We can't score. And I just knew the season was over at that point. And yeah, hey, listen, I'm not bitter at all. It's all good. <laughs> um, do you still do the um, announcements? I remember once we spoke and you were doing the announcements for the, for the, for the team. Yeah, I, I, I did for a little while and, and that was incredible. Like as a, as a Saints fan or a fan of any team, you get to be in the tunnel 
and you know you stand there and you're watching like uh well you know wouldn't get to do it now because it'd be championship uh team around for the championship the efl but uh it used to be premier league people all around that would be like sky sports you know that everyone's in that tunnel waiting to watch their substitutions happen you know how many added minutes of, of extra time they'll get and and all of that the excitement and trying not to cheer when Saints scored because I had to be, I'm a staff member. You know, I'm a staff member. I really? can't enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah. But like, um, but yeah, I, I just loved it. The likes of like, you know, Harry Kane, Mo Salah walking past you. You feel like you're like, this is cool. This is really cool. Uh, I don't do it anymore, <clears throat> but I miss it. I miss it. It's, it was great fun to, to, to be part of it and to do the match, war- you know, the pre-match warm-ups and see the players and you're like, oh, nothing better. That's why you're seventh on the list, mate. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, the guy who couldn't cheer. <laughs> how how did that come about? How did you like, get that gig? Well, it, it was through because um, I did a, a radio show down in Southampton for a little while, mm. and uh, the Saints charity, uh, which I think is, you know for every football club they have a charity arm, and uh, the Saints Foundation is that of Southampton, and they said you should do the match day hosting, and I did it for a little while. Like I just went along gave it a shot and they were like yeah you can you're good at talking in a microphone I went well yeah I have been doing it for 10 years on stage doing stand-up comedy (laughs) (laughs) but you know you you know what and and so it so it went well and I've done presenting so they were very happy the most difficult part is not cracking a joke like you would do with your stand-up comedy brain so difficult like (laughs) I'm I feel bad about it but Man United were um were playing and uh and so we had a penalty shootout and this lad stepped up and bang this penalty and it hit the post. And I remembered it was like a week before Rashford, not in the Euros, but a, a week before for Man United had missed a penalty exactly the same. Mm. And I said, and I said on a stadium announcing Mike, I was like, mate, I told you to score a penalty, not to take one like Rashford, right? And you could just hear the people that were there at half time, they weren't having a beer. You could hear the chuckles. But then I panicked. I panicked. So I was like, oh no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get sacked. I'm going to lose my job. So I, it, it was difficult not to crack a joke like you, you, as a football fan, like you would do. Yeah. Oh man. God. Okay. What's the, what's like the what's the best game that you watched when you were doing your announcing? Uh, James Ward Prowse against Tottenham. Free kick curls it in. Top bins. Uh, Hugo Lloris had no chance, and that was our again another relegation sort of season uh, with with Mark Hughes in charge, and it was just electric. Like to, to to that moment, he needs to score for us to be back in the game. Buries it, and just the place erupted, and that sort of a noise that hasn't been heard. Uh, <laughs> in the last 12 months yeah. at all. <laughs> um, I mean, how do you lose to Grimsby? Like, they're a great team, but, but how <laughs> does a Premier League team... That's why I feel like we're shot. No confidence whatsoever. I, f- I feel like you've been saving that question for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Grimsby? Fucking Grimsby. Uh, mate, I, I just... like it, Just a team. Southampton have got no confidence absolute shot don't don't even know what they are as a team anymore no identity and Grimsby turn up and they, they beat us because they've got an identity that's what Southampton have missed and if you've followed a football team that loses its identity what are we do you know what I mean what are we now and um, fair play to Grimsby for turning up uh, and and delivering so fair play to them yeah, big up Lord Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's it. Paul McCaffrey uh, and Lloyd were like, why don't you come along? And I, 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 I said, I'm not watching it. I can't watch it. They're going to lose. <laughs> I'm not going to sit with Lloyd Griffith and let, let him celebrate. No, thank you. <laughs> 
I did go to, I think, Wolves Southampton season before last. Yeah. yeah I, I was with Paul McCaffrey, actually. Um, and about maybe half, no, half, maybe second half, I just turned to Paul like, they've got nothing, have they? No. So it, it, was, it was done. This is um, the the Mexican striker up front scored for them, right? And, and yeah, Jimenez. Yeah, Jimenez. Oh, what a, what a legend coming from like the fact he's so well known in Mexico and goes and lives in the Midlands and he loves life. Um, but yeah, Yanni B uh, stumbled, I think, and uh, Jimenez just buried it. And we were again another game where we just had no identity whatsoever. Um, worst game you've seen. Doing the, the the announcements. Uh I mean, luckily, I was in Canada when it was the Leicester nine nil. Not doing stadium announcements, but another game loss was an eight one to Liverpool, where I was there as a fan. That was pretty bad. That was the era of Mane scored early for us. Sturridge, Daniel Sturridge, was the guy scoring oh, the goals. Okay. Yeah, wow. it was. That was embarrassing. That was poor. Um, th- <laughs> this, to be honest, Nate, th- there's been too many. There's been too many to pick one uh, and and not cry. All right. If you can make a five aside, because Southampton, you guys had like quality players come through who got to sell on. But if you had kept those players, <laughs> what if, if you could pick a five aside from those quality players that have come and gone, who would you pick? Who does this? What sort of painful question is this? <laughs> all, of, all of the players that you had but had to let go because of financial uh, misfortunes. Uh, Gareth Bale would straight away be in that team, coming mm. to, th- to, to, to no, think about it. He could probably come back now. He's still young enough to do it in the championship, maybe. I'm not playing golf. Uh, why don't we have a couple of oldies uh, that can't really score that often? Theo Walcott. Uh, we'll have Shane Long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. We've um, uh, oh, you know, um, the Virgil Van Dyke. What a player we had, mm. Virgil. Mm. Um, we've had so many good players. I'd have um, players. Is it a five aside? Five aside in goal straight away. Uh, Anti Niemi. He's a bit old, but what a finish uh, keeper. Or do we have Artur Boric, who's absolutely bonkers? Uh, tough one, isn't it? You know. Do I do I allow smoking before the five aside? Then I can allow Artur Boric to play. Uh, I'm going to go with Anti Niemi because I like Finnish people. They're fantastic. Uh, in defence, Virgil van Dijk. Uh, Got to have Franny Benali because uh, he's a legend of okay. Southampton. Um, scored one goal as well. So in how many appearances? Uh, it doesn't matter. Why are you counting? Why are you counting? <laughs> he just he just never got forward. Um, right. Uh, so that's two at the back. Three. Okay. Midfield. The magician Matt Latis up front. Marion, there's so many good strikers we have. Marion Pahars, the Latvian Michael Owen. Oh wow, that's a yeah. blast from the past. Yeah, oh, but there's so many. The subs bench has got Bale on it. It's got Theo uh, and um, Ali Dyer as well. He played uh, maybe 30 minutes for Southampton. I was going to um, say, man, you can't, you can't leave him out. <laughs> he's there. <laughs> that's that's. Pro- to be fair, that's probably his level. Um, yeah. Yeah, have him there with Harry Renner from side going, ooh. Yeah. Was it was Graeme Souness? Yeah. It was the Graeme Souness era where he got a call. They had a few injuries. And um, Georgie Ware's cousin, I think, uh, was Ali Dyer. And he was going to come along and play. And, they, and, and I think there are so many good stories of ex-Southampton players saying about... He looks... 
decent-ish for training, but didn't really train that much. It was a light training session and then came on for Matt Latisse in that game and had to be subbed off again um, after they watched him on the pit. I mean, that just wouldn't happen now, would it? It just wouldn't happen. <laughs> That's a great story, though. Mate, a fair play to Ali Dyer. Like, I feel like that would be an amazing Edinburgh PR campaign. <laughs> it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a Simon Brodkin, isn't it? It's that where he gets gets on with a suit uh, for the England, sort of uh, flying off for the World Cup. Yeah, uh, fair play to him. We've had some very very good players. Uh, well, I mean, I wish you guys all the best. Um, I, I mean, I don't mean that in a condescending, patronising way at all. <laughs> hey, hey, and do you know what? Do you know what? We've got Ankerson as like part of our. Yeah. We've got taken over, and and he did so well. Like, look at Brentford and everything they've achieved, and now we've got our CEO who stepped aside. Me anyway. It's he came on board, and we looked at his record of what he did at Brentford, and it didn't. It didn't pan out with us, and we spent more money. Sorry, I'm going to shut up now. But we spent <laughs> more money than we've ever spent in a season. Over a hundred million, little old Southampton, and yet we bought players with no Premier League experience, and it, it showed. But their, their potential talent, you know, they're, yeah. they're one day, just just not when we needed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the first game uh, of the quiz. Right, um, actually, no, let's do a bonus point first. Right, so yeah, a lot of people remember the nine nils, right? But <laughs> but. Southampton hold the record for the biggest away win in the Carabao Cup, right? For a bonus three points, can you tell me who that win was against? Uh, Carabao Cup, well, that would have been Newport, I think. 8-0? There, there we go, three points. There we go, three points in the back, Tom. All right. Thank you. And that brings, Thank us, you. On the, <laughs> brings us to the first game. Um, trip down memory lane. We'll have a, yeah. a, a Southampton game from yesteryear. Which is going to be Newport Nil, Southampton 8, from August 25th, 2021. I just need you to tell me who started for Southampton in that game. All right. Uh, Producer Joe, we put 60 seconds on the clock. And then um, you know... Can I say no? What if I say no? What happens then? <laughs> well, then, like Southampton in real life, you get nil point. <laughs> oh, mate. Okay. All right. Are you ready, Tom? Not really, but here we go. <laughs> All right. Your time starts now. Okay, uh, Elanusi, Moy Elanusi. Yep. Okay, Nathan Redmond. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say Alex McCarthy in goal. Nope. Ah, Shiza Manelli. Um, it would be then... Uh, um... <laughs> no, she didn't start. <laughs> Kyle Walker-Peters. Yep. Okay, uh, centre-back pairing, Jan Bednarak. Yep. He the... Yeah, okay, and then uh, who partnered? Um, uh Okay, let me just calm down. Let me just calm down a little bit, right? I've got 20 points. Uh, James Ward-Prowse in that yep, yep. lineup. Uh, midfield, uh, Oreo Romeo. Nope. Okay, uh, Diallo. Yep. Okay, uh, out wing on the other side. Uh, um, Stuart Armstrong. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Shea Adams up front. Nope. Oh my word! Three. The other goal, the, um, um, uh, Fraser Forster. Yes, uh, I'll give you that. <laughs> Mate, that's so stressful. Oh, three, um, is that, that seven, Joe? That was seven. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. Considering, I mean, mate, you made it look a lot stressful than it was. You got seven. That's right. Yeah. 
Ah, oh, mate. Oh, well, look, here's what happened. Thanks, Joe, uh, for the producer, Joe, uh, who, um, and I, in case people don't see this, but just had on my screen a timer <laughs> the whole time. I couldn't focus. Um, it was big red lights. It was a little bit distracting, actually. So if you're going to continue this quiz uh, for other beautiful people like myself, then just don't be doing that because that's really <laughs> off-putting. Look, look, we've had a few complaints about the timer, but, you know, if you can't, if you can't handle the heat, mate, Dan Bardell got 11 out of 11. Really? He can handle it. What, on what game? Well, like from last week. I mean, I'm going back to 2021 here. It was it was pressure because we, we've let a few players go and just trying to think. Was it Jack Stevens centre-back? Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, so the, the players you missed out. Yeah, four-star, Valerie. Um, Why Steven. don't you come on over, Valerie? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then who else did you miss out? Uh, Teller. And ah. uh, Bruja. Uh, ah, uh, up front. yeah. Um, Ambrosia, um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Brogia, um at Chelsea, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fine. I believe. I mean, I don't know if you have got the stats there. Um, that uh, yeah, a few subs came. On. Yeah, okay, I'll take that. I'll take that on the chin. All right, we've we've learnt from my mistakes. Um, <laughs> I actually I actually got to go that season um, from playing uh, at Cardiff Glee. I had nothing to do on the Saturday, and I went and watched Newport County uh, in that section. So I missed the eight nil. Uh, but I got to watch Newport. It was, it's a fascinating little ground, Rodney Parade. Fascinating. And the fans for Newport, the Exiles, are, are great fun. So that would have been an excellent day. Sorry I didn't know all of the 11 players. <laughs> when you say fascinating, what do you mean fascinating? As in good or bad? No, I mean fascinating. Like, like just to, like, I had nothing to do. Newport is not known for being one of the most exciting towns, cities to go to. But just going along, the rain was hammering down and I watched Newport versus Oldham. It was a three-all thriller um, where Newport equalised like three minutes to go. And just like, this is a... Le- this, but the away end, it's just got no covering whatsoever just behind the goal. It, it's just fascinating. It's like a proper, like, as you imagine football to be uh, back in the day. And I loved it. I, I thought it was great. It was fascinating. That's why I said fast. It, I know that could have been sarcastic, but it was just okay. a brilliant day out to go and support two teams I didn't I didn't okay. care about, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, if that's the case, uh, Kenilworth Road of Luton Town is fascinating, as we'll find out <laughs> in the Premier League next season. What are they going to do? How are they going to get cameras in? <laughs> it's going to be players changing in people's like, kitchen and bedrooms and shit. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cozy. Yeah, it's just like the away fans go in like a terraced street of housing and then just cut in, and then that's the away entry. I, I think those grounds are steeped in history, and yeah, they don't have to be shiny and new, <clears throat> Brentford. But it but it has to yeah, be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, but you know, like I'd never got to go to Brentford's previous ground. Mm. But it, like, you're just like that's amazing. The pubs. The yeah, anyway, we're, we're off the subject. But Newport. Sorry, Southampton were good back then. Do you prefer the Dell then, as opposed to St Mary's? Yeah, one hundred percent. I th- I think that the the like iconic because I grew up as a kid in Southampton, and I would, you you know, like it was that old school ground, Archers Road. If you walked past, you didn't have a ticket. Maybe ten minutes before the end of the game. The stewards would like go on, have a look, mate. Go on, get yourself in there, and you'd watch the last ten, and you'd be like, "That it was such an, a fortress." That famous six-three against United that that Saints fans always remember. It was intimidating. It was it was so close to the touchline. Mm. Um, 
that to me is something that that's you know missing in in, in football. I know it has to be for safety reasons, but like you go to West Ham, and I know it's you know the Olympic Stadium, and it's you're just so far away from the action, but it looks. Uh, aesthetically pleasing and sort of you know if you've got OCD don't go to Kenilworth Road do not go to Rodney Parade (laughs) go to the new stadiums but uh, yeah they have a little charm uh, about them okay do you you remember your first game in the deal uh I do uh Man United 2 all um the days of like Cantona playing uh I think it was 93 or the 94 season and uh the Saints fans would bow sort of when Latisse would come out and they would, they would, they call him Le God. Mm. And then you had the likes of Cantona there and, and Man United just on fire with Fergie. Amazing, amazing first game to go to. Yeah, Latisse, man. I, actually, I did a gig, uh, I think it was just after the first lockdown in Southampton and I started talking about football and everyone started cheering. I was like, all right, I'm waiting for the punchline. But it's because Latisse, was, he was in the audience. He was sat there like, and he, honestly, he looked like the most un- unhealthiest looking god figure I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he, he was regal. He had this aura about him. Everyone just sat around him and just said, yeah, it's me. But he just looks so out of shape. <laughs> it's like, man, how did you play professional football at such a high level? Yeah, he was a f- phenomenon, really, to, 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 to play like that and never really get a chance in the England team. And yeah, physically out of shape now. Uh, and I'd, some would say mentally as well, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, I, I, to me, it, it, he's a legend. I've, I've got to interview him a few times and what he could do on, on the pitch is just... Was, sometimes if I'm not feeling 100%, uh, 100% um, in myself, I'll just put on the 100 greatest Premier League goals from Matt Lattis. And that is it. I am alive again. I am ready. Awesome bangers. Mate, every, right. Uh, just got married this year. I have, on several occasions, forced Georgie to watch. Like, come on, watch this goal. <laughs> like, watch the 100. <laughs> and to be fair, the first time I showed it to her, she was like, he's, he's exceptional. Those are some great goals. Uh, she doesn't particularly like football, but she's, she can appreciate art. And... Um, yeah, I'd, and that's why I married her, because she, she didn't say, <laughs> let's stop watching these goals. She, she's about all hundreds, that. She's a keeper. She's the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, where does James Ward-Prowse rate on Southampton, like, legends? Uh, I, th- I think he's he's very much up there. So uh, the most uh, appearances was held by Jason Dodd, a bit of a legend at Southampton as well, like 400-odd. I mean, he surpassed that. James Ward Prowse and it, it just yeah the free kicks alone are incredible mm. surpassing Matt Letis he's been the captain he's been ever present uh, we love because we don't obviously have that many internationals play for Southampton and, and go on and, and, and on the international stage so for Prowse to be there or thereabouts in the England team we're, we're very proud of him and we love him and now it will be the turning point when you know he may leave um this season I think he's on 100 grand reportedly so I don't think that's champion championship sort of salary and he might want to push for the England opportunity again and move on to a uh, more financially sound and a team in the Premier League bigger club Uh, so yeah I don't I think he will be a legend because because he's done nothing wrong you know that kind of like a legend the goals he scored being the captain um he'll live on yeah regardless of whether he's still at Southampton or not 
Oh, man, I, I mean, I, I hate to burst your bubble, but he's not going to be in the next year. Sorry, yeah. bro. No, but actually, I've heard from a lot of Southampton <laughs> fans because his, his, his children are doing really well at the schools that they're in, in the South Coast. And his wife, his family are pretty settled, mate. So <laughs> so then you start working it out. Is it going to be Brighton? It can't be any further than, like, Watford upwards. So any team, it's going to be Brighton. If, if Brighton don't come in for him, I don't, or maybe Tottenham. But that's a step backwards, isn't it? Yeah, you don't have the Spurs. <laughs> Maybe Brentford. Would you take him? On 100 grand a week? Bruv, muck about, man. <laughs> Listen, we're in the Premier League now, but we're still shopping at Audi, right? <laughs> oh, what's this on the Magic Isle? What's yeah, exactly. this? <laughs> have you ever heard of this brand before? No, but it looks good. Um, yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. no. Unless you can move to, move to a different place, a, a few places to the left. Yeah. Um, no, we're not, we're not coming in for 100 grand a week. But but oh, but but then for him as a player, if you were in his position, you would take the pay cut, stay at Southampton. You're still going to be the captain, but you are playing in the championship. Or do you move and sit on another team's bench? You know, is it about the money or is it about the club? And if he was to stay, I mean, he would be up there. Matt Latis never left. Fanny Benali, you know, was was always a saint. Uh, a couple of loan moves here and there, but that that's it. So that that just. Does he want to be up on that echelon, that top echelon? Or is he about the money and his financial future? But even if he dropped to 60K or 50K, it's not a bad week salary, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, but then also you've got the Euros next summer. So you've got to think about that, it? He's not going to get in that England team. He should just accept it. I don't want to tell him what's what, but JWP, you ain't making it. Worry about Southampton. And let's have the board and the managers back him and give him some support. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Killer man's dream, I don't you? Shit. Um, right, cool. <laughs> Actually, let's go on to the second game, which is um, about, well, it's based from James Ward Prowse. So he scored, uh, obviously, the well, second most free kicks in the Premier League ever. 17, one behind David Beckham. Okay, so this game's called High or Lower. <laughs> Tends to get alright? Let's go. So we're gonna start off with Ward Prowse on 17. First up, Gianfranco Zola. More or less? Less. Yes. 12. Alright. Uh Felipe Coutinho. More or less than 12. Three kicks in the Premier League era. It's gonna be a very short game this, isn't it? Uh I'd say lower, again, less than than Zola. Only score five. Well not. Um, David Beckham. Well, he's scored the most, so that would be higher. <laughs> Alright, cool. Um, yeah, these guys are kind of given under the words from our so. <laughs> um, Leighton Baines. Oh, Everton's finest. I wonder what Baines is up to right now. Uh, lower than David Beckham. Yeah, he's only scored six three kicks. Um, Thierry Henry. Oh, that's a good one. Um, he scored some bangers. Sometimes I put on the Thierry Henry uh, best goals in the Premier League, like that one against Barthez. Um He has scored more free kicks than Leighton Baines, and if he hasn't, that's shameful with the career that he's had. Uh, he, he has. He scored 12. About double Leighton Baines. <laughs> okay, Sebastian Larson. Ooh! Birmingham, wasn't he? Sebastian Larson. Arsenal, Birmingham, Sunderland. 
Oh, he's played at all the big ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just moved further up north and probably regretted it. Not, uh, not that I'm having a pop at the north. I'm just saying. Anyway, um, it's getting closer. He went further. Ba- he got closer to home, didn't he? Back to Sweden. Um, I would say he has scored less than Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry scored 12. Sebastian Larsson scored 11. Uh, the greatest player alive, Ivan Tony. Sorry, mate, I lost, I lost connection on the podcast there for a second. You said something about what? <laughs> the man has been unjustly done. Um, yeah, okay, Ivan Tony. Three uh, kicks, uh, yeah. less than 11. Two. Two, and I was there for both of them. Oh, no, I missed both of them. Damn it! Okay, forget it. Great yeah. penalty taker, though. Go on. Yeah, mate. Okay, uh, next up, Christian Eriksson, more or less than two. Uh, at Tottenham, he probably banged in a few, so I reckon more than Ivan Tony. Eight. Okay, two more to get, mate. Cristiano Ronaldo, more or less than Christian Eriksson. I'm dubious about this one. He scored some goals. I know that. But then he was there... Why am I thinking seven in my head? Because he played at number, with number seven, right? Yeah. But that's not right. And that's not the question. That's not what I've been yeah, asked. That's here. not how players get their shirt numbers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, he scored one free kick in his life. There's a lot of players on zero. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I feel like Ronaldo has scored more, but I, in the back of my head, I don't think he has. So uh, he has scored more than Christian Eriksen. Higher. Correct. Ten. Ah. Okay. For ten out of ten, mate. Um, only been done maybe once or twice before. James Madison has he scored more or less than Cristiano Ronaldo? Now I'm psychoanalyzing what you would do with a quiz and what you would take us to at this penultimate question and what that would do. <laughs> but I don't think. You've played it like that. I think you kept it obvious because you're nice to me because my team got relegated. I would say that James Madison has scored less free kicks, so lower. I mean, overthinking it, but still correct. 10 out of 10. Yes! <laughs> nice work, mate. Nice work indeed. Only, what, the third player to, ever, to get 10 out of 10 on high level? Incredible. Yeah, you've joined... Uh... You're on the Mount Rushmore of 10 out of 10. It's Dan Bardell, uh, Fumbi Mateo, and David Alfie Ward, the only ones to get the 10 out of 10. Congratulations. Thank you. What a night out that would be, the four of us. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if another question is coming up, who would you most like to have a drink with uh, on a night out? That would be my, my top uh, three there. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, mate. Cool. So, full... Full house in that round, right? Let's go uh, straight into the last game. Just quick fire round. Yeah. You have 90 seconds. I will describe as many players as possible. Not the Southampton players. Any club, past, present. You just got to tell me who I'm talking about, okay? If you don't know, just say pass and we move on. All right? Uh, uh, and can, I just, can I just be that person? Can I just be that person? Um, we're talking Premier League players or just player in general from around the world? Um, players in... Well, Mainly Premier League. There may be some peppered in who are dropping from overseas. 
all right, I can handle it. I just, I just wanted to let my brain know where we were going with the filing cabinet of ex-players, <laughs> current players. Thank you. Okay, we've got 90 seconds. Uh, all right, your time starts now. FA Cup uh, goal hero for Man City. Uh, oh, uh, Gundogan. Gundogan. Yes. Gundogan. Yep. Gundogan. 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 Barcelona manager. Uh, uh, Busquets. No, no, he's not. He's a player. Oh my one. word! Ru- <laughs> uh, uh, he plays with him. Savvy, savvy, savvy. Yes, there you go. There you go. Um, this man takes a bite out of the action. Oh, um, uh, the main man up front. Um, yeah. Why can I not think? <laughs> I'm not good at this. I, th- all I'm thinking about is Sky Sports presenters now. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. Uh, pass. Okay, cool. Uh, <clears throat> Arsenal left back who used to play for Man City. Ukrainian. Uh, uh, oh, um, uh, Zinchenko. There we go. Um, West Ham captain. He's not going to be West Ham captain next summer. He's not going to be there. Oh, Declan Rice. There we go. This guy's going to Saudi Arabia because it's all about the money, money, money. Leave money, money, money. Kareem Benzema. There we go. Aston Villa centre-back. Um, Dreads. Looks like Sanka from Cool Runners. Ooh. Uh, I was going to say Tyron Mings. There but you go, I there you go, there you go. It is, I got it. Yeah. Um, oh, your guy. Um, the legend, who's going to leave? Oh, this English player has also gone to Real Madrid um, from Dortmund. Oh, um, G. Bellingham. Yeah, there you go. Brighton midfielder who went to Spurs last summer and has done absolutely fuck all since. Uh, could be, uh, oh, any Spurs player. No, I can't think of it. Okay, no, Don't. I know. Sorry, mate. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, time, time, time. That was uh, Eves Bissouma. Okay, I'm just thinking of the donkey. I can't think of his name. I saw him play for Uruguay against England. I cannot think of his name. Still not coming to me. The bite. I can't think I mean, of the bite. No, I don't, I don't want to tell you now. I just wanted to come to you that at the most inconvenient time. All right. I thought that was going to happen while the rest of the quiz happened. I was going <laughs> to shout it out. Uh, Joe, don't tell him. Don't tell him, Joe. Let, let him suffer. Um, how, how, many, how many did you get, Joe? Uh, so you got eight in that, which gives you a total of 28. You're just outside the top four. You're level with David Elfie Ward. Hey, that's fine. And that's I'll take pretty that. good. Yeah, he, he owes me a drink now when we go out. Uh, <laughs> which, uh, to be to be honest, I've never been invited by him. But look, one day <laughs> it could happen, and and he owes me because I'm out of the top four. <sighs> Diego Hopefully. Forlan, Diego Forlan played up front with him. The, he, yeah, he, did. he he ruined the hearts, uh, the dreams of the African oh, yeah. nation. God, ah. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> thanks for com- thanks for coming on, bro. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you, man. Um, if people want to find you, where can they do so? They'll find me googling Uruguayan internationals <laughs> up front. Uh, I am here, there, everywhere. Instagram's a good way of seeing how um, lacking in commitment to post stuff I am. So that's Tom Deacon Comedy um, and on Twitter and, and various formats. What is his name? <laughs> Come on. This is brilliant. This should be the podcast. This is you yeah. for half an hour. <laughs> Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, thanks for listening. Um, please continue to support the podcast, man. Tell your football-loving friends and family about it to join us. Until next time, I've been Nathan Caton, not Luis Suarez. See you later. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> next time. <laughs>